You're listening to Journey to the Center of the Self, where we feel safe and empowered to reach within the core of our being to bring the very best of ourselves to the surface. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Journey to the Center of the Self. How are you? I hope all is well in your world. I hope everything is on the up and up for you and that you're just growing exponentially for the better. Uh, If you're not, I really, really hope that after this episode, you're feeling much better than uh, what you may be feeling right now because I'm here to shift and lift your vibrations, okay? Do you ever feel as though you're trying with all your might to live a more fulfilling, joyful, and progressive life, but something keeps blocking you and continuously leads you to repeat the same negative experiences or behaviors? Or maybe you continue to show up in the world in a very angry or maybe frightened, anxious, or defensive state of mind due to a terribly negative experience you faced when you were a kid or... Um, in your past and you don't necessarily feel satisfied existing this way but you just can't let go of that past experience well this could be a sign that you are shrouded in your own shadows and what better time is there than the present to begin transmuting that darkness with the light of your acknowledgement I would like to introduce you to shadow work for those of you who are not already familiar with the term in the process but first we breathe. I'm going to go ahead and pull a card for us today so that we can just repeat whatever mantra the spirit decides to throw our way today as we take our three deep conscious breaths. Okay. Gosh, how are you guys feeling? I hope you've been having a wonderful week. I hope the month of April has been treating you very well. Hope you've been treating yourselves very well. Okay, let's see what we have here. And pardon me in advance for any um, excess background noise. I'm currently sitting at a beach and it's beautiful. It's gorgeous out and it feels great. So everybody's out to play. So if you hear some cars going by, don't mind it. All right, let's see. What do you have to share with us today, dear spirit? Thank you for being with us and thank you for whatever message you wish to share with us today. There it is. And as always, I am, well, not always, but for now, I am pulling cards from the moon deck. It's an oracle deck, one of my favorites. All right, so the mantra for today is... I free myself from critical thoughts towards my body and my worth. So we're going to repeat this as we take our three conscious breaths, okay? So remember, inhale through your nose and hold it for four seconds, and then we're going to exhale through our mouths, hold it for another four seconds. All right, here we go. Relax your shoulders. Close your eyes if you're able to. If you're not driving or doing something that requires your eyesight. (laughs) Okay, here we go. 
I free myself from critical thoughts towards my body and my worth. I free myself from critical thoughts towards my body and my worth. Last breath, guys. I free myself from critical thoughts towards my body and my worth. And I will go ahead and read the accompanying blurb and ritual towards the end of this episode, okay? All right. So we're going to get into the shadow work process. Are you excited to clear out the closet a little bit, clean it up? All right. So there are many ways in which to safely revisit past traumas in order to release yourself from their hardening grips. And I'd like to share them with you. Now, shadow work comes from the term the shadow self coined by a famous 20th century psychologist, Carl Jung. Uh, The term describes the unconscious parts of the personality that our conscious ego does not want to identify in itself. So for an example, like it refuses to face and accept the bad and the ugly parts of the personality, the ones that have been rejected. Uh, The shadow is usually born in childhood through interactions with those we are closest to, like our parents or our guardians or older siblings, even younger siblings, uncles, nieces, whoever you're closest to when you're growing up. So during these times, we are told which aspects of ourselves are good or bad. And the ones we're told are bad become rejected and thus form the shadow. So in the words of Carl Jung, everyone carries a shadow and the less it is embodied in the individual's conscious life, the blacker and denser it becomes. And to paraphrase, the shadow self is the dark Mr. Hyde to our Dr. Jekyll sides of ourselves, which we ignore and or repress. And it's akin to the proverbial baggage we carry with us. So Jung surmised that in order to live a full and unfettered life, one must embrace the entirety of one's being, shadows and all. He stated, until you make the conscious, or excuse me, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Shadows can create limiting beliefs which may lead to outcomes such as ruined relationships, self-sabotage, and destructive behavior. So I'm going to give you some examples of um, what like a shadow self looks like or how it's developed. So I have a good friend who when growing up was told whenever he cried to stop crying like a baby boy and to be a man. Now This creation of a shadow causes him to have a hard time fully expressing his feelings and sensitivity since he was led to believe that this was a negative thing when he was a young boy. Um, Thankfully, after many rocky relationships, um, he's learning to embrace his sensitivity and to express himself more truthfully in his encounters with others. So, yeah, he's basically taken a hard look at himself and um, looked at his shadow and remembered those times in his childhood that he was told like to stop crying or to stop being so sensitive and to grow up and be a man. He took a hard look at those moments and told that child, that past child self, that it's okay 
to embrace your sensitivity. It's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to cry when you're feeling these emotions. It's okay to feel your emotions, whether you're a young boy or a grown man. It is totally okay as we are all emotional creatures, okay? So basically, the shadow was created through whoever told him um, to stop crying so much and to, to stop being so sensitive that created a shadow side of himself that was like, okay, I'm not allowed to cry. I'm not allowed to be sensitive anymore. Um, another example is from me. Like when I was little, I cried very easily about many things as I was, or I'll be honest, I'm still extremely sensitive, okay? Like, I'll cry over commercials that are super sentimental. Uh, I cry when I'm extremely happy <laughs> a lot of times. Like, if I haven't seen somebody in a long time or... Um, yeah, I'm a crier, okay? And I accept it and embrace it fully. So, when I was little... Um, I'd cry easily, and sometimes I was told to get a grip, or it's not that serious, you're just being too sensitive. I was told that all the time. Um, so eventually a shadow developed as I tried hard not to be so sensitive, and I tried to hold back my tears. Um, and so I tried adopting a tough persona when I was like, this was like uh, when I was in... When I was just starting middle school, so like sixth grade, I tried being tough and um, yeah, it led me to hang out with the wrong crowd and it eventually got me into a very one-sided fight with a girl in my neighborhood. And I say one-sided because I am not a fighter, okay? I might, I might be kind of a fighter with my tongue, my double-edged sword, uh, so to speak, <laughs> but... I am not a physical fighter, all right? Like, I've been in, like, little squabbles with my sister, uh, my older sister growing up sometimes, and um, my cousin and I, we got into, like, a slapping, <laughs> a slapping match one time, but <laughs> I don't really consider those fights. I was just, like, I don't know, little kid squabbling. Um... So, yeah, I got into a very one-sided fight with a girl, and I say one-sided because... I did not fight back. I did with my words. I was like, I don't want to fight. You have the wrong idea. I wasn't talking about you sort of thing. Um, but she was the one who got physical with me, unfortunately. So now embracing my high sensitivity, I'm more in touch with a loving and compassionate side of myself. And I fully accept um, my high sensitivity. And so I'm able to like, I'm able to share this compassion and love and sensitivity with others. So, yeah, I basically, after that um, weird experience with the neighborhood girl, I um, it kind of shook me up and um, I took a hard look at myself and realized, like, I'm not this tough person. Like, I'm going to cut the act because I'm not a tough person like this and... Um, yeah, I'm a lover, not a fighter, <laughs> to pull um, from a cliche type of phrase. Um, yeah, I learned to accept my sensitivity and to work with it. And then, um, yeah, I wanted to share one more example. Uh, so this is an example for those of you who were told that you are too talkative when you're little. So this might manifest... 
this shadow might manifest in adulthood as anxiety during and or after each encounter or conversation with another person. So you might feel um, like, oh my gosh, you might be thinking in the back of your head, am I talking too much? This person thinks I talk way too much. And so you're like sweating, you're like <laughs> thinking that you're talking way too much when maybe the other person that you're talking to has no idea what you're going through in your head and maybe you're not even talking as much as you think you are. But because you were told so many times when you were little that you were being too talkative, you're anxious and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm talking way too much to this person in your adulthood. Um, and being talkative is great. It's okay. It shows you're like long-winded and have a lot to say. Okay. So speak on. All right. And let's see guys. Um, so usually shadow work takes place upon the pages of a journal. And I find it beneficial to designate one specific journal that is solely for shadow work so that you're, you're not really, you're not blending energies. You're, um, you're mentally prepared to focus only on shadow work when you open that particular journal. And, um, if you guys would like, I'll talk more about different journal uses in a future episode. Okay. Reach out to me. Let me know what you guys think about that. Um, I want to say before diving into your shadow work, it's important to face these shadows from a place of strength and comfort and ease. So like approach your shadows on a day where you're just feeling good. You're just, you're fine. You had a great day and, um, you want to just maybe clear some space in your mind and your, um, in your spirit. You want to like brighten things up a little bit. Do it from a pl from that place, from a place of ease and comfort, rather than from a place of like deep sadness or anger or sorrow, because confronting your shadows in such a state could um, potentially cause that trauma to deepen, and we don't want that. We're we don't want to be counterproductive here. We want to go ahead and move forward and grow and shed light upon these shadows. Okay, so. I like to start off by fighting, or excuse me, by lighting some incense and some candles if I have them available. And I'll sit for some moments meditating to center myself first. So I'll try to like clear my mind as much as possible. And then I'll begin meditating on a particularly negative experience that I had in my life uh, that created a shadow for me. Um, and eventually, those old emotions that were present at that time will begin to resurface and this is where the work begins. So don't fear the emotions, you guys. I encourage you to just lean into it and take your time with this entire process, okay? Do this at a time that you have, um, you have all the time in the world and you know you're not gonna be interrupted. You know, set yourself up for success when you embark on this process. So meditating you're allowing these old emotions to resurface and you're confronting um that shadow self right so at this point you're confronting that shadow and like i said don't be afraid to lean into whatever emotions arise and remember to accept all of your emotions even the negative ones and accept that shadow for what it is it's okay you know it's just Think of it as like a rejected side of yourself that you allowed or that you um, just repressed and rejected and 
you know, ignored. Okay. Your shadows are basically, um, the child versions of yourselves that are crying for help and just want to be noticed and, um, not ignored anymore. Okay. So at this point, as these emotions are arising and you're really feeling it, you're remembering that experience, um, grab your journal and your writing utensil and begin exploring your feelings by asking yourself questions such as, why did that situation make me feel this way? What about this situation acted as negative triggers for me? Okay, this is a great way to explore the things that trigger you, okay? The things that just get under your skin and this is going to help you understand why those triggers are what they are to you and why um, they get under your skin, okay? And like I said, take your time and be patient and gentle with yourself each time you go through this process, okay? Because um, it can sometimes leave you feeling kind of gutted and um, just like, like, oh man, <laughs> like I just need to like sit with myself and treat myself. Um, so yeah, just remember to be gentle and loving to yourself as you go through this process and be proud of yourself for facing these shadows head on. Okay. And I want to remind you always that you are never alone. If you ever um, embark on the shadow work journey, by yourself and you start to feel like oh my gosh I don't know if I can do this alone stop what you're doing it's totally fine and go and seek help you can go to therapy there's never any shame in going to therapy for anything um, you can go to therapy or you can go and talk to somebody who is dear and close to you and you feel super safe to express these things with with them um, yeah, take them along on your shadow journey and yeah, take care of yourself. Okay. It is all good. You're never, ever, ever alone. So as you're beginning to explore these questions about yourself, like why does this trigger me? Or why did the situation make me feel this way? Um, try to get to the very root of this shadow, shed as much light as possible, um, upon it and continue to observe and examine the feelings that arise okay and as you dig deeper the darker things may get so like I said just take your time and be gentle and loving with yourself there's no need to blame yourself there's no need to blame others like you know even if you come across um somebody in your past who um help to create this shadow within you, forgive them, see them for who they are and just forgive them in that moment. Forgive yourself and move on. Okay. This is a growing process. All right. A growth process rather. Um, and I want to say, let me see, jumping all over the place. I have notes everywhere. <laughs> um, I want to say, look at this process as though you're, you're speaking to your child self, the one who was hurt or rejected and let them know that you're, you're there to hear their story and you're there to embrace them and tell them that it's okay and that they shouldn't feel ashamed, hurt or rejected anymore. Show that shadow child love and forgiveness. And if the situation calls for that, and for those who hurt you, like I said, um, and help to create that shadow. Like I said, just, I encourage you to release that, release 
all of that energy and anger or sadness and resentment that you're holding towards that person and just let it go and forgive them, okay? Just move on and allow yourself the grace to grow, okay? You can do it. I believe in you. Now, I just want to remind you to look at your shadows as, as your subconscious and understand that the shadow is the reason we do certain things and the reason we behave in certain ways in life without knowing why we do so. Uh, the basis of shadow work is acknowledging all parts of our intricate psyches, the good, the bad, and the so-called ugly. And through our acknowledgement, we may begin to embrace the shadows and remove their tight blockage causing grips from our lives. And we may even discover some hidden talents within those shadows. So explore, 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 you guys. Okay, let's do this. And if you ever feel like you um, are comfortable enough to share your shadow work experience with me or just like how the process went for you and how you felt afterwards, reach out to me, please let me know. There is never any judgment here only and always love okay um so yeah feel free to share that with me so i wanted to say that doing shadow work doesn't solely revolve around traumas of your past but it may also help us to uncover the parts of ourselves that we repress and keep hidden from ourselves and others um like parts of our personalities that we find undesirable okay um you know, like all of us, we might, we probably have at least like one thing about our personalities that just kind of like <laughs> makes us cringe sometimes. Like, um, sometimes, <laughs> okay. For instance, when I'm at work or even, um, when I'm like doing something and I'm around other people, let's say I'm like in the zone and I'm being quiet. I'm just like really focusing on uh, the task at hand. As soon as I open my mouth to say something, it's so loud and jarring, you guys, that sometimes I startle myself. And I like, sometimes drive myself crazy with, like, um, my lack of, like, voice control. Like, I should have more control over my voice at this point in my life because I am a singer. Uh, I've taken, like, singing lessons before in the past and, like, I was taught how to control my voice, but I still don't do it. So boom, that's a part of my personality that I don't necessarily dislike, but it's just like, ugh, it makes me cringe sometimes when I like startle myself <laughs> with it, with my voice. You know what I mean? So shadow work can help us to like confront those aspects of ourselves and to um, embrace them and to just love those parts of ourselves because it's still a part of you, you know, it is still something that makes up your entire being. So it's a beautiful thing. Learn to love it. All right. Um, so for those who's, for those of us whose shadows um, or shadow is associated with trauma, Shadow work can help you to embrace the part of yourself that's been shamed or suppressed throughout your life. And for those of us whose shadow is associated with personality traits that seem to clash with your own personal self-perception, this will work, or excuse me, this work will help you uh, to acknowledge these traits and to get curious about exploring them at the very least. You know, if you're not gung-ho about falling in love with 
um, how loud you are <laughs> in public settings. Um, that's okay. Start with acknowledging and exploring that particular trait, okay? Uh, when you begin accepting your shadow self, you can see how your emotions and thoughts influence your behavior. And once you're aware of this, it's so empowering and it can compel you to live life more deliberately and show up in the world as your authentic self, okay? That's a beautiful thing, you guys. Because nobody can be you, only you can. So uh, the more shadow work you do, the more you get to know yourself, the more self-awareness you have. And so, yeah, you can definitely live life with more purpose and it's wonderful. Um, doing shadow work can help you to have better clarity, increased compassion toward yourself and others. Shadow work can help you discover your hidden talents, can help you to build better relationships, and it will boost your self-esteem and so much more. So much more. So I wanted to remind you guys one last time that the point of this is to be okay with all aspects of your being and to confront those aspects that keep you blocked and stagnant and just like not living life fully and not living up to your um, highest potential, which is ever changing. You can always go higher and higher and higher with your potential. Our potential as human beings is limitless. Okay. Remember that. Um, so the, Another point to this is to forgive yourself and those who may have wronged you in the past. And this will help you become a lighter and healed version of yourself, a lighter and healthier version of yourself. Then you can say hello to a clearer perception of yourself and say hello to improved relationships with yourself and others. Okay. And I wanted to leave you guys with some quotes by Carl Jung. He's a great psychologist. Um, here's, here's a few. Uh, I am not what happened. I am what I choose to become. Knowing your own darkness is the best method for dealing with the darkness of other people. Ooh, deep, you guys. Deep dives here. <laughs> your visions will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams and who looks inside awake. All right. I wanted to say um, who looks inside awakens. I don't know. Like what was what's the correct term there? Write to me and tell me what you think it is. <laughs> is it who looks inside awakes or who looks inside awakens? Okay, I'm rambling. Forgive me. All right. I wanted to also leave you guys with a couple of um, a couple more journal prompts for your shadow work. So um, this is something that I recommend you tap into at least, let's see, I want to say at least twice a month, okay? Check in with yourself. It's just a great way to check in with yourself. So tap into your shadow work at least twice a month, okay? So here's a couple more shadow work prompts for you in your journal. What do you dislike about yourself and why? When did that start? Okay, dig deep, as deep as you can go. Another prompt is, is there anything that triggered you this week and why? And then dig even deeper and ask yourself, when did that trigger even occur? Okay, check in with yourselves, guys. 
it is a wonderful thing then of course i'm gonna get back to that card that we pulled earlier oh and i wanted to tell you guys um when you're done doing your shadow work i said earlier in the episode that it can leave you feeling kind of gutted like oh man i just relived this experience like i'm crying now i feel like i'm glad that i faced this moment and that i confronted it but man it's hard it was hard looking back on that moment um i'm kind of shaken up about it so when you're done doing shadow work and you feel this way you happen to feel this way this is the best time for self-care okay um do something or many things that make you feel whole again do the things that fill your cup go and make yourself some happy time tea go and eat your favorite snack go take a walk in the forest or the beach or just down the street around the block to get your endorphin endorphins flowing start a bath go take a long shower with um your favorite candle or incense burning play your favorite podcast hopefully i make the cut on that <laughs> on that favorite podcast um play your favorite song do something that is going to lift you back up that's going to shift your vibrations right back up okay so that you have like a balance and then that you're not just feeling left um hollow and sad or mad okay just make sure you love yourself back up and i I'm going to do a episode on, um, on self care. I want to tell you guys all of my favorite ways that I care for myself. And I want to talk about the importance of self care. So if you're excited to hear about that episode, please, 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 please write to me. I would love to hear from you guys. Okay. Um, so let's get back to that mantra that we said while we were doing our deep breaths so i free myself from critical thoughts towards my body and my worth so the blurb for that is we are perfect and flawed all at once to deny it to deny this excuse me is to deny the experience of being fully alive this falls right in in line with um the message for the day, doesn't it? Talking about shadow work and embracing all of our shadows, all of the parts of our beautiful beings and our personalities. So, although we all share this truth, we tend to be hardest on ourselves and may have developed a fierce inner critic. This voice has power. Do not banish it. Instead, teach this voice to be more uplifting and supportive. Notice when negative thoughts sneak in and choose to think differently because we always have a choice, right? As you free yourself from unhealthy thought patterns, tune into what your real needs are. Recognize your desire to be loved and know that you're worthy beyond measure. Like any devoted practice, the retraining of your mental habits craves consistency. Continue showing up for yourself with kindness and compassion. Your inner critic is ready to transform into a more loving and productive voice in your life. So the ritual behind this is going to be a mudra. And... Um, I think I mentioned mudras before um, in the breathing and stillness episode. If you have yet to listen to that episode, please feel free to go and check it out. It's full of really, really great advice and information about breathing and um, stillness and what it can do for you. But a mudra is a hand gesture that um, has been used um, 
by yogis for thousands of years. And these gestures are meant to enhance and to deepen our meditation. Okay. So this particular mudra is called the Kali mudra. And this mudra directs energy from the root up to the crown, conducting it like a live antenna. Kali is the goddess of transformation and shows up when it's time to transform into a more honest version of oneself. And this exercise also helps to dissolve blocks or thought patterns that may be dimming your glow. So here we go. This is what you do. You stand tall with your feet hip distance apart and parallel. Ground firmly and evenly into your heels and legs, feeling the earth beneath you. Extend your arms straight up and interlace your fingers into a fist above your head. Reach just your finger pointer fingers, or excuse me, <laughs> reach just your pointer fingers upward, keeping your other fingers laced together and your elbows straight. Hold this posture steady for three to 11 minutes. Deepen your breath and soften your jaw and feel yourself simultaneously ground and expand. Clear anything that clouds your connection. Repeat the mantra, I free myself from critical thoughts towards my body and my worth three times as you hold this shape. Then slowly release and float your arms downward and bask in the resonance. Ah, it's going to feel good, you guys. Trust me. I love this stance. It's wonderful. I like to do it before work, so I feel super empowered and just ready to conquer the day. Okay? I love you guys so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into Journey to the center of the self. I am so excited to be doing this and I'm so excited for your presence. Thank you so much. Please tune into the next episode. It's going to be exciting. Okay. Love you. Take care. Oh, and as always, please, please, please reach out to me. Um, I welcome feedback. I welcome comments, questions, anything. Like if you want to open a dialogue with me, let's do it. I can be found at sweet.mink. That's S-W-E-E-T dot M-I-N as a nice K. And that's on Instagram. And then I'm also on TikTok as Obsidian Magic. That's O B. S-I-I-I-D-I-A-N as a nice M-A-G-I-C-K. Thank you so much. Love you guys so much. Take care. Bye.